Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Simply Finance. It's Friday, May 1st. Uh, we're now into May. Uh, you know, in the future, I think if I listen back to this or, you know, have fans or anyone who's a, you know, into this podcast and thinks back to this, uh, I really fired this podcast back up when the coronavirus pandemic was really taking off and I was at home. Uh, working from home, which started in, uh, for me, I actually got sick. I don't know if it was the coronavirus or not, but it had a lot of those symptoms. Um, the end of February into early March, uh, and I've been home working from home ever since. Uh, it's now May. April was, you know, the first official full month of us being at home. Uh, and then obviously most of March was, you know, that way for me too. And now we're into May. So it's crazy to think, um, you know, we put out a lot of content, a lot of episodes in April, and I think May is going to be a similar story. May is going to be filled with a lot of, um, for lack of a better word, a lot of, uh, I'm going to just put it out there, probably a lot more worse news when it comes to investing. Uh, April ended up being one of the best um, performing months in the stock market in years. So that on the back of a horrible March performance, uh, you know, people thought everything was really cheap, you know, not unbelievably, uh, unexpected, but still a shock when we see the numbers coming in around the world, especially in our economy it's amazing to me that we think that this, uh, you know, could honestly be getting to a point where it's, you know, the market should be up. I think a lot of us in the investment community think that this doesn't make a whole lot of sense and think that this is going to end up coming back down. And that's kind of where I'm going to lead you into today's episode. So a few episodes back, I talked about uh, wanting to go through basically an earnings report. A lot of you have probably heard me say something along the lines of, you know, earnings this earning statements, earning season. Uh, it's, you know, w- once a quarter when a public company releases their financial performance. And I thought, what would be better than going through one of uh, the companies that I invested in recently uh, that I added to the little uh, rebound tracker that I, you all can find in the show notes. I thought, you know, hey, this is one of the companies we've been talking about a lot. It's in a hot industry and it'd be interesting to kind of walk you through and kind of explain to you what I look at. I think that's kind of half the fun in this is showing you guys what I do. And it helps, as I kind of explain everything to you, it helps me learn even more. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, as I get going, the markets or are nearing close. There will be closed here shortly. Uh, the Dow is down 2.6%. The S&P down 3 The NASDAQ down 34 and the Shane Index is taking a beating today, down 5.24%. Um, but mine, it's funny. My, I'm noticing, and this is pretty obvious, and I knew this when I invested in it. It's diversified, but the companies in it are some of the ones that are really on the hot seat right now as far as everything going on coronavirus related. So when the market's good, it seems like my index is really good. And on days that's bad, my index is really bad. So it goes to show that, that's probably not diversified enough. 
uh, unless I, I'm on the riskier side. So what that means is, you know, I have a high risk tolerance in my portfolio because when things are good, I want to capitalize on that. And I'm okay betting on the downside because um, I'm hoping, you know, the downside won't take effect as often as the up. So that's kind of the state. Um, you guys can check that out in the show notes. There is a link to the stock market rebound tracker. And in there, there is uh, a tab that shows you the companies that I did invest in. Very small amount, only put $10 back in the market. Uh, it's a great way to kind of jump in and show all of you that it doesn't really matter how much you're investing. It's just about being in the market, learning from these strategies, and hopefully learning something new. So... Um, we're just going to jump right in. So I will add a link to the American Airlines, um, the, the page where you can actually read through this report. Um, and we're just going to jump right in. Um, first off, I'm going to talk about, and I just skipped ahead what I was going to say, the company we're going to talk through and look at is American Airlines. So they were released their earnings yesterday. As expected, they were horrible. And to be honest, this only captures uh, Q1, which is March. So for honestly, most of Q1, we have, you know, two weeks of true stay-at-home orders. Now, the airline industry was one of the initial industries, I would say, that was hammered the most because uh, as, you know, the global pandemic started in China and then went over to Europe, this was one of those areas that was hit really hard. So I did expect these to look bad. And it's funny, right after the earnings, the stock market shot up uh, and the stock shot up. And then today they're, they're getting pounded. And I think they'll continue to get pounded given the guidance they gave. Uh, not anything to do with uh, people not believing the guidance, but this is what I've been talking about lately is like once the, the numbers get put on paper and they're announced, it becomes real for a lot of investors. And this really goes to show how big of an impact the coronavirus is having on all of us, right? So I'm just going to walk you guys through it, kind of th just basically show you things that stand out to me. And, you know, there's different ways people go through these. Um, I like to look at the financials. I like to really think through the big things they're trying to call out and why. You want to remember anytime you listen to an earnings release, this is coming from the leadership of an enormous public company, especially something like American Airlines. They're going to be truthful that, you know, they're not, they're not telling you lies, but they, uh, they want to spin the story as best as they can. Like a good example is obviously everyone knows from a business perspective, Americans getting hammered, but they're going to definitely jump in and talk about all the things they're doing proactively. Right. And that's the responsible way for them to do it. They want to not lose interest from investors during this time. They want to make sure people still know they're a strong company. They're doing everything they can. Um, and I think they did a good job in this. I think they actually, I'm, I walked away reading through this being like, I'm actually more impressed with American now than I was before. They were able to do a lot in a short amount of time. Uh, and we even will go into a little bit of cash. So we'll just jump right in. So American Airlines, they reported a first quarter net loss of $2.2 billion a share. Or sorry, $2.2 billion. Sorry. $2.2 billion total. That's $5.26 down per share. Um, that's incredible an incredible loss for a company like that. And they even go into how, you know, they're them as a company, the airline industry, they've never faced a challenge quite like this one. Um, but he quickly jumps in and says, and this is what's crazy. So as we talked, 
we've been talking for the last weeks about how cash is king, right? Like a lot of companies are not going to have the inflow of cash now with businesses closed, people staying at home. There's a lot of companies that are going to be impacted by this. So you need to be focused on companies that have high cash reserves and have the ability to have cash to get through this tough time. He quickly, the CEO uh, goes into, his name is uh, Doug Parker. He goes directly into uh, thanking the uh, federal government because the federal government is actually giving American Airlines $5.8 billion in financial assistance. So just pause there for a second. Um, That's a wild number. I mean, that is multiple billions of dollars that the government is able to unlock. So everything I was talking about when I did do some comparisons a few weeks ago on the different airlines and their cash positions, and American was one I was saying that like they might be in a rough spot. Like they, I don't know if they have enough cash to make it through this without doing some, you know, crazy things with selling off planes or letting go of a lot of their workforce. Um, getting a cash uh, payout from the government of $4.8 billion pretty much erases all of the worry that I had. I mean, to be able to just get that sent to you from the government to save you, it's a bailout, right? They're in the, I'm not saying anything bad about them getting a bailout, but um, the government, when they passed that $2 trillion um, coronavirus relief package, this was um, a huge win for the airlines, obviously. Like, they're one of the industries getting smoked. So, um that is what that's number one what they're doing and then some other big things i took out of this they decided to change a lot of their policies um they're doing a lot of like uh allowing allowing people to change flights with no fees they're allowing uh, a lot of a lot of flexibility for people traveling through american airlines to not basically not to prohibit you from buying tickets still they want to make sure you're still buying tickets you have the ability to move your flights around depending on what ends up, what ends up happening with the pandemic so that's good to hear. I mean, to be honest, that's I thought that was a great thing. The only the airlines that aren't doing that, I'm honestly a little confused why that's not something they're doing already. Um, they've also just to, to cut costs from a salary perspective and hourly wage perspective. They have decided to offer early retirement to people who work there who are nearing their retirement age. Uh, they've had thirty nine thousand employees sign up for the early retirement package. So that's a cool opportunity. I mean, there's a lot of people that are older that would love to just retire and get out. And so that's great um, for them, you know, and it helps American. It it gives people an opportunity to kind of, you know, jump in and go, go through with the uh, retirement early and get paid for it. So um, that's a big one they did. Uh, They also wrote off and got rid of a lot of, they had some aging, um, models of older planes that they were still holding on to and they claimed that by holding on to those that they were also incurring like extra costs for parts you know it's a different model they had to have a different variety of parts ready to make fixes um they probably had to train people differently for the different models of airplanes so they got rid of a few and they did that early they weren't planning on doing that immediately uh in the nearest future and they just pulled the plug and did all that they also cut back um on a lot of flights. So obviously like that's an obvious one. There's not a lot of people flying right now. It's funny though, as I say that, uh, it was raining a couple of days ago and sometimes in Chicago here when we get big storms, 
uh, depending on obviously which way the wind's blowing, I think is part of this. I'm, and I'm totally talking at a turn. I don't really know what I'm saying here as far as why this is the case. But sometimes planes do end up flying over our house more often than not. And you can actually hear them. They're pretty, because O'Hare, the major Chicago airport's only about 10 miles from here. So, uh, I, and I, the other day I was out walking the dog and I noticed so many planes going over. It was really confusing. I was like, there are so many planes taking off. Like, really, who's flying on these planes? You know, where are they headed? Uh, so, I mean, they're still flying, but they cut back on a lot of those things. And they've also decided they're using some planes now as cargo only, which is looking through their P&L uh, has always been a small chunk of their business. But now what that will allow them to do is help bring necessary supplies from international overseas to the U.S. and U.S. overseas. So that's kind of a cool thing they're doing. Um, but really, uh, cutting back on employment, getting rid of those airplanes. Uh, and then the biggest one obviously is, you know, they're getting this cash infusion from the federal government. Uh, and then the other major thing is uh, they've added, they're trying to maximize their liquidity, which just means like their ability to have cash. Um, they entered the first quarter with $6.8 billion of available liquidity. Uh, and they raised 2 billion more during uh, the first quarter. So, you know, almost, just under 30% increase in liquidity just in the first quarter during all this. Um, and so I guess what I'm trying to get at here is I'm reading through this. They're doing everything they possibly can in their power from taking care of their customers and allowing, you know, people like you and me to adjust their flight. So I think from a customer perspective, they're doing a lot of the right things. That's going to keep people loyal to American airlines. They're even extending and helping people who have, you know, priority and people that pay that like be part of their club and be, you know, uh, first class members. They're like pushing out um, like the membership timelines to allow them to like make up all this missed time. Like they're doing everything I think they can from a customer perspective. They're also taking care of their employees, which does a lot in the public market to know that, you know, they're, they're proactively cutting costs. They're proactively trying, excuse me, trying to bring down their monthly spend. That's huge from an investment standpoint. And then a cash perspective, they're not going to dry up. I mean, this is obvious. The federal government, uh, you know, they just gave them, what I say at the beginning here? They just gave them $5.8 billion in financial assistance. Um, they're running at a, they claim they're running at a burn rate of $70 million a day. And by June, they'll be down to $50 million per day. So with those numbers, I mean, at the rate they're going, they'll be okay. Uh, they might need more assistance depending on how long this truly goes and the long-term impacts. So you're seeing today in the market, you're seeing people kind of realize that, oh shit, like they're, they're doing everything they can as a company, right? But this is a long uphill battle for someone like an airline, right? No one's flying. People do fly. They're going to have flights with fewer people. We're still going to have to do social distancing. So you're not going to be able to have these packed in flights like we've always had. Um, you're not going to have the number of flights. I think people in general are going to take a long time before they go back to their normal traveling, you know, uh, schedule or, you know, going on vacations in the same degree flying. I think a lot of that's going to take a lot of time to bounce back. Uh, so you're seeing that. I mean, the, 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 the stock is getting hammered today and I think it will continue to. But I would argue for all of us who are looking for long-term investments, this could still be a great opportunity and i would give it a few days let it see let it see where this lands personally 
this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. And this is what I'm hoping continues to happen from an investment perspective. I think if we give it a few more days, it's going to keep coming down. This is new news. People are going to, you know, start, I think we're going to see a whole nother wind of decline in the market. This is my perspective. And then I think some of these airlines, you know, long-term five years from now, I, I think we'll be in a totally different spot. The new, new, the new normal might be a little bit different. We might not all be doing everything we used to do in the same manner, but I would argue that we're always going to be flying. We're always going to be traveling to some degree. It might be with social distancing. It might be with masks, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I think, um, I think these are still great long-term investments and we're, we're going to be, we're still in a spot where it's such a great investment from a price per share. Uh, I wouldn't jump away. I wouldn't jump away from airlines, even with a lot of this bad news and we're seeing how bad it is with the government helping bail them out. uh, They're going to be okay. It's just a question of how long. So if you're, if you're someone in it for the short term, the airlines are going to be a super volatile thing to invest in. Uh, You're going to see days probably with big swings up and down. But if you're someone like me who a vast majority of my investments are meant to be longer, longer term in nature, uh, I'm still I'm still pumped about these stocks. I think if anything, with the news finally coming out how bad it was, I think it's going to help us discount uh, these price per shares. And I think it's going to be an awesome buying opportunity. I'm still super confident in it. So I hope that helped. Um, I'll share the link. You can kind of read through it on your own. They, American Airlines at least did a great job of really outlining all the major things that's going on. And then below that, they do have a few different um, financial uh financial charts that you can look at and it just shows the vast decline in Q1 year over year. Uh, you know, operating revenue is down 20% from this time last year. And the one thing I want all of us to remember, again, I'm saying long-term prices. Q1 only had two weeks of a lot of us staying at home, two weeks out of three months of a quarter. Q2 is going to have probably most, if not all of Q2, is going to be with stay-at-home orders. So I want you to remember that. There could be a lot more decline in these stocks. And that's why I say this is more of a place for you if you're a long-term investor. Short-term is going to be volatile. We're probably going to see a lot more decline. So that's it today, folks. Um, A lot of talking from me, but I hope this was helpful. Uh, There's going to be a lot more earnings reports and releases. I think it'd be fun for me to kind of share maybe one of these a week over the next few weeks with earnings season. We'll see how many I can fit in. Uh, but uh, April was fun. We did a lot of podcasts. This is episode 34. So we did 24 or 23 podcasts in the month of April. So super stoked about that. Uh, for me, this has become an awesome part of my day is filming these and sharing this info with you guys. I appreciate all the feedback that all of my listeners uh, have given me so far. Uh, and the only thing I would ask is if you're, if you're pumped, if you like this podcast, please share it with your friends, give it a like, give it a positive review, um, on all of the different listening platforms or for YouTube, if you're watching this and, uh, thanks again for listening guys. I really appreciate the support and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. So have a good Friday night, have a great weekend and stay safe everyone.
Oh, hey there, everybody. Not quite done yet. Just wanted to add a little ending to today's episode. Uh, if you look in the show notes, don't forget there's a few links there. The first one being a link to uh, my stock market rebound tracker. This is essentially a free Google Sheet tool for any of you to use and share with your friends um, that just basically maps out the stocks that I am keeping an eye on, uh, potentially looking to invest in, and really just wanting to keep on the radar. So definitely check that out. And then if you are new to investing and really want to try it for yourself, uh, I would suggest using the second link in the show notes, which is basically a link to Robinhood, which is the platform I use for all of my investments. You get free trading, no commission fees whatsoever. And by the way, Robinhood is not a sponsor of the podcast, Um, but you will be able to get a free stock uh, by signing up using my link. So get after it, try out some investing. Uh, Thanks again for listening. And most importantly, stay positive, have a good day, and I will talk to you guys soon. Goodbye.